So before I focus on the readings from today, I want to go back and reemphasize the lyrics from our entrance hymn, which was titled, Welcome and Wanted. So go ahead and take a look at your worship aids and reflect on those verses we sang together. We gather together from all ways of life, the poor and the wealthy united in Christ. Those blessed with success and those living with debt are welcome and wanted, the table is set. We gather together from all ways of life, diverse in our culture, but united in Christ. It's not only a beautiful entrance song, I believe it captures the main message of our scripture readings today, which is God's universal embrace. So often in our world today, our popular culture or our secular society wants us to focus on questions of who's on the inside and who's on the outside, who's with us and who is against us. But today we're being reminded that the divisions and barriers that emerge out of our own human experience have been shattered shattered by the graciousness of God. All indeed are welcome and wanted. Remember that opening line from our first reading today from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, observe what is right and do what is just. But the final phrase of that reading also is worthy of note. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Clearly, God is accessible to all. The same message comes forth in our second reading from St. Paul. God shows mercy to all people, even though they are sometimes disobedient to his commands. Reconciliation is offered to all. No one is in a position to boast. Both the Jews and the Gentiles had sinned, no different than every one of us. But St. Paul reminds us that we're all shown mercy, not because we have earned it, but because God is gracious to all. And then finally, in our gospel, we encounter the persistent Canaanite woman. She is the ultimate outsider. Remember that throughout the entire history of ancient Israel, the Canaanites were the primary enemies of the Israelites. Not only did the woman reside in pagan territory, which made her unclean, she was an unattended woman, which also made her a threat to Jesus's respectability. But once again, God's universal embrace is on full display. Jesus takes the initiative, always searching for those who are in need or are lost, even being willing to enter into foreign territory. The Canaanite woman, like all Gentiles, are not of the house of Israel, the chosen people, and so they are viewed as dogs. But Jesus breaks through disregarding boundaries and crossing territorial and cultural limitations. Despite the fact that the gender, the cultural, and the religious 
restrictions made the Canaanite woman unsuitable according to the standards and norms of Jesus' time, he heard her cry for help and reacted with mercy and kindness and healing. God had not simply shifted the identifying boundaries of who's in and who's out, God dissolves them. That should teach us all not to marginalize people because of our own cultural biases or because we view some as unworthy. The invitation to be included in God's kingdom here on earth remains open to all. We can also learn quite a bit by reflecting on the words and the actions of the Canaanite woman. Among other things, she is an example of effective prayer. First, notice that she comes to our Savior with faith. She never questions whether Jesus is able to deliver her daughter from the demon. She simply trusts in the divine authority of Jesus three times calling him Lord. Second, she shows perseverance in asking for Jesus' help. Neither his initial silence nor his attempt to decline the request lessens her tenacity in pursuing his assistance. She persisted until she attained what she sought. And third, the woman displays, displays admirable humility. One might expect her to take offense by the comparison between non-Jews and house pets, in this case dogs. But the reaction of the woman gives no indication that her pride has suffered any injury. Instead of being put off by the comment, she accepts that she has no claim to the God of Israel or to their Messiah. I think the episode provides us with the dispositions which are essential for petitionary prayer, faith, perseverance, and humility. If we approach the Lord Jesus as the Canaanite woman did, calling out to God as she did, please Lord, Lord have mercy on me, Lord help me, we can, too can all hope for the same favorable response. Let it be done for you as you wish. So as we reflect and embrace this invitation of faith and perseverance and humility, let's also be as undeterred and trusting as the Canaanite woman so that we will all follow the advice that Isaiah gave us in that first reading, to observe what is right and to do what is just. And may our prayers this week center around God's universal embrace and acceptance by making everyone we encounter this week feel welcomed and wanted.